Hello and welcome to the We Just Don't Even Know Anymore podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Resort Hoppers podcast. I'm B. And I'm Jay. Together, we're siblings who love planning Walt Disney World vacations. Today, we're talking about resort hopping. Visiting Disney resorts other than the resort where you're staying. So let's get started. I guess first off, we should talk about why someone would want to resort hop. Um, I mean, outside of Disney World, I don't just go to nice hotels to hang out. You don't? <laughs> no, actually. Only when I'm staying at them. And if I'm staying at them, they're probably not that nice. But That's um, true. It does kind of sound weird. Like, I'm staying at a hotel. Why would I go to a different hotel? Yeah. Well... At Disney, they're not just hotels. They're really resorts. There is so much to do and see at the Disney resorts. And Disney has over 20 unique resorts, all with their own different theming. So there's really a lot to see and do. And you also might be thinking, well, why why would I go somewhere that's not a park? When I'm here for Disney World, I'm here for the parks. Well... We have some reasons. There are there are many reasons to go on a little resort hopping adventure. The first reason, the biggest reason, at least in my opinion, to go to the resorts, even if you're not staying there, would be to eat. Um, there are a bunch of restaurants at the springs. There are plenty of restaurants in the parks. But some of the best dining on Disney property is it in the resort hotels. But there are nicer restaurants. And in general, just because it is a resort and it's the amenities for the people there, there aren't going to be Magic Kingdom quick service lines. Even I recently took a trip and I got Joffrey's Coffee in the Contemporary at Contemporary Grounds, just your standard Joffrey's location. But it is much slower and much more relaxed because there aren't... 20 million people going there. The resort restaurants tend to be a little bit more relaxed and upscale. I mean, for one thing, it's just the nature of being in a hotel as to being in a theme park. If you're in a theme park, um, Disney doesn't want you sitting at that table for a long time. They want you getting in and getting out in a reasonably short amount of time. Um, so the service is going to be very fast. Um, that's not to say that you will get bad service in the theme parks. Um, but at most of the resort table service restaurants, uh, you're just, you're just going to have a little bit slower, nicer experience. And not to mention some of the resort restaurants are some of my favorite restaurants on property. Um, my number one restaurant is California Grill and that's in the contemporary resort. You just, you couldn't have an experience like that at any theme park restaurant, uh, being able to you know, being on the top floor of the contemporary resort, being able to see the views of the entire resort. I mean, you could see Spaceship Earth. You can see, of course, you can see pretty much the whole Magic Kingdom from up there. And of course, watching the fireworks from up there. Just a lot of my favorite restaurants are in the hotels and not in the... And it's not just, you know, the fancy table service restaurants, signature restaurants uh, that are so great at the resorts. Um, a lot of the quick service restaurants at the resorts are really excellent and unique. 
uh, the Mara comes to mind at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, and some of the more casual table service restaurants are not just unique, but just a, a cool atmosphere. Um, some that come to mind are Sanaa, again, in Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, <laughs> the Wave in the Contemporary. Um, Ohana is a super, super popular, hard to get reservation in the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. And it's, you just, you'll have an experience there that you won't have at any other restaurant in the whole resort. And I guess I'll speak specifically to Ohana because I just did breakfast at Ohana for the first time. I would say it's definitely not something I would have done on my own. I went with a couple of friends from work, uh, but it was a good experience. I'm glad I did it. I don't know that I personally need to do it again. Um, it's a character meal. It's all you can eat. They bring uh, the food out to you. Um, they're eggs and potatoes and I think ham and bacon. And um, there were biscuits and Mickey waffles. In all honesty, like if I had paid that much for just the food, I would have been extremely disappointed. And I'm not much of a character person. So, you know, that's not the uh, that's not the meal for me necessarily. But I'm, I'm glad I had the experience. Um, and I can see the value in that for some people. Um, but it's it's a slower pace. I met uh, Lilo. I met Stitch, uh, Mickey, um, and then afterwards it was Pluto. I <laughs> I mistook. I actually thought he was goofy because I mean, there's the well tread issue of both of them being dogs and and one of them being able to talk and the other being a pet. There's there's all that jazz. Um, all that baggage there. And so maybe I don't know my Disney characters, my core Disney characters all that well. Yeah, you need a review. You need a refresher. <laughs> yeah, I, I host a Disney podcast and I don't even know the difference between Pluto and Goofy. Okay, that one's Mickey. That one's Minnie. <laughs> um, especially if you have kids. And I, I think it's considerably cheaper for children. I, I would hope. Um, but yeah. It, w- it, was a, it was a good experience, and, and I'm glad to have done it. And that's the kind of thing, I mean, there are character meals in the, in the parks, and, and you can get similar experiences. Generally, the best dining experiences, at least outside of Epcot, are going to be in the resorts. Definitely. And I, I mentioned fireworks before, but that's actually a great reason to resort hop, to see the park fireworks from a different angle. This mostly applies to the Magic Kingdom fireworks, um, with California Grill being a great place to watch them. Um, I've also I've also watched them from the beaches at some of the other resorts, and one of my favorite views recently of um, Happily Ever After was at Trader Sam's at the Polynesian, <laughs> from the outside part, obviously not the inside part. Um, but it was just we had a table by the water. We were you know, having our appetizers and drinks and just hanging out, watching the fireworks. We didn't have to deal with the mass exodus that happens in the park right after the fireworks. We had a nice, you know, leisurely stroll along the Polynesian beach and then got back to our resort. And it was a really nice way to to see the show. Um, and with the opening of new restaurants like Toledo in Coronado Springs, you're going to have a view of the Epcot fireworks as well. So there's going to be even more opportunity to see the shows from outside the parks. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Toledo especially is going to have views of, of 
three different parks. Did you mention that? I didn't. I said Epcot okay. because I'm always thinking okay. of Epcot, but, <laughs> but, but, you know. but, but yes, you'll have views of, of all the firework shows on property. Um, and for that's, what that's it's worth, cool. Yep. Uh, for what it's worth, I had a, uh, Lyft driver when I was there, um, just a couple days ago, in fact, and he, his wife apparently will be working there and he said he's seen the menu and it looks good. So take it for what it it's does worth. look good. Um, I think it's opening in like a month now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, by the time this, by episode, the time this pod comes up, but the, I mean, we'll have been 10 times by then, but time is a flat circle. Totally. <laughs> a lot of good places to see fireworks um, at the Polynesian and, and around the, around Seven Seas Lagoon, don't they pipe in the music in a lot of those places? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like in um, in the restaurants where you can see the fireworks, they play the music um, on the beach. Oh, and you can also see the uh, the electrical water pageant sometimes right after the fireworks. Um, all the music is piped in. So you're, you're getting the whole experience. The only thing is you won't see the castle projections, but... I mean, you hear the music, you see the fireworks. I think it's a great way to spend the evening. Um, and have you, you've also done fireworks from like the Swan and Dolphin, haven't you? Yes. So one time I had a room in the Swan that had a view of Hollywood Studios. Um, I mean, I felt like looking out, going out on the balcony, I could almost touch the Tower of Terror. We were so close. Um, but we got to watch the Hollywood Studios fireworks a couple of nights there at the Swan. And um, on a different trip, I walked to the end of the hallway of the Swan on the Epcot side and watched Illuminations. Now, of course, you can only see the fireworks and you can't really see the the laser stuff and all the stuff that's lower on the water. Um, but for someone who's seen the show so many times and, you know, pretty much <laughs> has know it memorized, happening. I know it's happening. Exactly. So my enjoyment of it is not diminished by the fact that I'm only seeing like half the show. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I've unintentionally seen the Hollywood Studios fireworks from the Crescent Lake area a couple times <laughs> um, when I watched Illuminations right at nine o'clock left the park through the international gateway and then the Hollywood studios fireworks started at like nine fifteen or something. So, Hey, awesome. didn't even mean to. And I still saw them. And besides just fireworks, there are plenty of other awesome specific to that resort entertainment options. Um, have you done the dinner shows such as no, okay. no, neither have are, I. So I'm so interested and I've come close to booking uh, both or either of those a few times and it's just never quite worked out but I hear only good things about hoop de doo um, and mostly good things about Spirit of Aloha at the Polynesian but I would love to do both of them someday. Mm -hmm. I have only walked by Jelly Rolls or like the Atlantic Dance Hall at the Boardwalk um, one of my previous trips though we did kind of sit at the door of Jelly Rolls for a little bit and listen. Um, I think they were playing Toto's Africa for a little bit through there. Um, we had other plans. Out <laughs> we were, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we had other plans that evening um, eating at Trattoria Al Forno, actually. Yeah. And I mean, the boardwalk in general has uh, so boardwalk. much to do. Um, I know. I love the boardwalk. I'm staying there soon. 
but I mean, they've, they've got like the carnival games, they've got various, I guess they're not street performers, I guess they're boardwalk performers. Um, and the True. whole thing is lined with restaurants. Um, I know that, you know, we already talked about food, but you can just, you can spend the whole night on the boardwalk, just walking around mm-hmm. and doing whatever you see, because there's so much to do. There's also some musical acts that appear only at the resorts. Um, Yeehaw Bob is a big one. He's over at Riverside. I still haven't seen his show, but I I hear that it's just hilarious and fantastic. And that's a free event. You don't have to pay to go see his show. Um, and it's it's on the Disney website with a specific time. This isn't just like a random thing that happens once in a while. Um, and same thing with the uh, Grand Floridian, I almost said the gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the Grand Floridian Orchestra and Grand Floridian Pianist. Those showtimes are listed on the website, so mm-hmm. you can you can plan to be there at a certain time to see those acts. Yep, those are both uh, excellent. I stumbled into them the most recent time I was at the Grand Floridian. But yeah, they're uh, fantastic, a great way to enjoy a lovely hotel. And one of the other great things about visiting the resorts, especially visiting some of the deluxe resorts, is seeing the holiday decorations, mostly around Christmas time and Easter time. Now, of course, at Disney, Christmas starts November 1st and ends like January 5th. So if you're there any time during that window, you will probably get to see some really great holiday decor. Most of the deluxe resorts have an amazing tree and some kind of gingerbread display, whether it's a gingerbread house. Um, There's a carousel made of chocolate and gingerbread that's in, I want to say, the beach club lobby. Um, Around Easter, they have, some of them have these amazing Easter egg displays created by Disney artists. Um, And then even, even the moderate and value resorts will at least have a tree and some kind of resort specific themed decor. So there's a lot of ways to visit the resorts with a specific plan or activity in mind, but you can also just go and hang out, go sit in the lobby. Definitely. Now, of course, you cannot use the pools of other resorts, and we do not condone attempting to pool hop, so don't try it. You'll get kicked out. Um, but besides that, you can access pretty much anything at a resort besides the guest rooms. And a lot of these resorts have a beautiful lobby various common areas and little nooks and crannies. Um, I'm thinking especially of the Wilderness Lodge. There's so many sort of hidden places to sit. You know, most of the time I like to take a whole day of not visiting the parks or because I have an annual pass, I'll only go in the morning for a couple of hours and then just resort hop throughout the day. Yeah, like uh, I just took a nap in the Contemporary a couple weeks ago. I'm sure they appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, um, I went down, I think the the second floor, I think is where it was, um, with, the, with the conference areas, and, and I didn't set out to take a nap, but I sat down, and then I was like, you know what, there's somebody else taking a nap over there, I'm going to take a nap myself. Oh, okay, so you didn't start it. It's a nice, kind of secluded area by the escalators, just people walking through every now and then, but um, yeah, go take a nap in the resorts. Um you know, maybe don't do that, but especially in the deluxe resorts, the lobbies are fantastic. Um, I, I, 
you know, maybe the atrium of the contemporary notwithstanding. Um, there are. Some, I like the contemporary. I, you know, it, it kind of disappointed me when I was there recently. It, it just felt. I, I, I definitely like the, the ground floor, the, the places that have clearly seen more renovations since 1971. And, and there's definitely a, a, a nostalgia and like, I, I love the contemporary just conceptually, you know, it felt like it, I don't know, felt like it could have used a makeover, but anyway, but I, I still enjoyed, um, I mentioned that I went down to contemporary grounds, um, and, and of course it's a nice lobby. I stole a, um, I used the restroom there and I stole one of their, um, contemporary resort, uh, hand towels. They're, uh, they're just, they're kind of come for you. They're, yeah, well, they're 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 disposable. They're supposed to be disposable. I know. Disposable. So, uh, sorry, 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 Bob. Um, just consider it my uh, signing bonus and hire me. Oh, sorry, that's uh, not our shtick. Um, <laughs> Speaking of someone who lives in Florida and someone who lives in New Jersey. <laughs> yep. Um, to me, the last reason to visit resorts is also the biggest reason. And that's to research for potential future trips. Um, I mentioned in a previous episode, I had a trip once where I was there for a week, only went into parks for two days, and the rest of the time I was going to Disney Springs and, more importantly, resort hopping. And on that trip, I visited every single official Disney resort. All of them. Nice. Yeah. I stayed at two Pound of those. Pound sign goals. Yeah. You'll, I mean, you'll get there. You're like, have you counted your resorts? You're probably halfway there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll work on that while we're, uh, while you finish this thought and then I'll, I'll go through the resorts I've been to. All right. So before that, I had never even visited most of the resorts on Disney property. And that was several years ago. I was younger. I was not making very much money at all because I was just out of school. So I only stayed at value, like a value resort was a splurge and I stayed off site a lot. Once I visited the amazing places to stay on Disney property, I realized, Ooh, I want to stay there. I want to stay there. Oh, I need to stay there. And since then I've added a whole bunch of hotels to my repertoire, if you will, of Disney resorts where I've stayed and not just, you know, nice fancy hotels, but I have stayed at now all the values except for one and all of the moderate resorts. And I have a deluxe day coming up. Yay me. Yay. When you, when you go resort hopping, you really get to know the amenities at a specific resort. And if you already kind of know what your family likes and what your family or your Disney group values in a resort, then you'll be able to see which resorts have to offer those things that you value. So if having a big impressive lobby is really important to you, you're going to quickly figure out you got to stay at the Grand Floridian, you got to stay at Wilderness Lodge, got to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And you know, restaurants are important to you, or if fireworks views or transportation are important to you, you are going to see firsthand how amazing these resorts are. So um, the list of resorts I visited, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Contemporary Boardwalk Beach Club, 
Um, I'm putting an asterisk next to Yacht Club because I feel like walking by it kind of counts, but I haven't been inside a building. Um, I've been to Animal Kingdom Launch, um, Swan and... Uh, good point. Yes, that's where Boma is, right? Yeah, but you haven't been to the Kidani. I have not been to Kidani Village, so it's a good call. Um, Swan Dolphin, uh, Riverside, although that's been a while. There's a significant asterisk next to, um, All-Star Sports, um, in that I've only just been on property dropping people off. I have not been into any of the buildings. Um, I briefly went into All-Star Movies on one occasion when we almost stayed there, and then we got a free upgrade to Art of Animation, um, where I also stayed. Um, I think that's my entire list. But yeah. You've never been to Pop Century? I have not been to Pop. <gasps> I know. I when we stayed at Art of Animation, I was very tired, but I convinced myself the night before that I was gonna wake up early and go explore Pop Century. Or <laughs> or at least Art of Animation. Um and then I didn't <laughs> because um that was a empty promise I made to myself. But yeah, so I've been to Anytime uh, you say, Oh, I'll just get up early and do it. It's not going to happen. I mean, that's a pretty good list. You're missing Wilderness Lodge and then Saratoga and Old Key West. Yeah. And then you're missing several moderates. You haven't even visited Coronado? No. (gasps) Well, that's okay. You can work (laughs) Um, on that. Yeah, especially now that Coronado is getting all these these fancy amenities. Yeah, I would research for a future trip is a fantastic reason to explore. I know me personally, having recently moved to Florida, I am getting cheaper and cheaper with my hotel decisions. Um, and I've stayed off site a couple times recently because I want to go as much as I can. And so I've been resort hopping to get those amenities um, to enjoy them, be it uh, dining or, or just hanging out in the resorts so that a weekend trip doesn't bankrupt me. Um, and whereas before I would be okay if it's a, a once every few years trip, uh, staying at the Dolphin, um, spending a little bit more on that. Um, now I'm like, oh, can I get this hotel under 40 bucks a night? Like, I don't care as long as I don't get shot. Florida problems. I, on the other hand, don't live in Florida, so I don't get to go every other weekend. So my standards are a little bit different. So, we've given you a lot of reasons why you should resort hop, and there are so many, and there's probably even more that we haven't even said, haven't even thought of, just because it's fun. Just because it's a cool thing to do. Just because it's a good way to spend time. Yeah. So, I guess we can talk about now some strategy of how you want to plan or or maybe not plan your resort hopping. Maybe let the moment come to you. So... Remembering that Walt Disney World Resort is huge. Yes. Um, you'll you'll want to have at least a little bit of a plan in mind for how you're going to visit these resorts. I do not recommend trying to see them all in one day, for instance. <laughs> but there are... Challenge accepted. <laughs> I mean, you could. If you're driving and if you are just going to like... If the standard is I park and I literally walk into a building and then I leave, Fine. But that's not the point. And it's a good idea to visit some of these closer resorts all on the same day or all in the same afternoon or morning. Definitely. For instance, the big one is the monorail loop. 
you've got the Contemporary Resort, you've got the Polynesian Resort, and you've got the Gluten-Free. Or the Glant... <laughs> the Gland... The Gland... I can't even say the real name anymore. <laughs> the Gland Floridian. You all know what it is. You the know, Grand the Freudian. The Grand Freudian. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so, it's obviously it's easy to visit all three of those in one day, provided that the monorails are running and running correctly and, you know. Yeah. And now with the security being in the resorts themselves as opposed to at the park, that can slow things down a little bit more. That is um, a great point. Yeah. So you might want to take the boats instead, which you could do. Um, I don't mind. I, I am completely fine with the security at the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. In my experience, those have been fine. And I mean, I guess technically the contemporary is just as good, but I don't like the, I don't like the atmosphere as much because they have it on the lower floor and then you take the escalator up, which is, but it feels like an airport down there and it's just, I don't know. I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, it just, none of them were designed in the 70s or 80s to have yeah. security to enter the monorail. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, and the Poly and the Grand Floridian are both kind of more extensions of their main lobby, or at least the, the higher floor on their main lobby, so it works a little better, and they're outside the building under the canopy, so it, it works better for me in those cases. It feels like a more natural use of the space, but you can lump in wilderness lodge with those as well. You can either take a boat or yeah, it's not on the monorail line, but it is very close. It's and there is a boat directly from the contemporary to wilderness lodge. Yeah. So, and then if you're there, you might as well go to Fort wilderness to see the <laughs> campgrounds. Cause it's, it's so close. Yep. Um, but yeah, all three of those resorts are, uh, fantastic in terms of the amenities they offer of course grand floridian is kind of the flagship resort of the entire walt disney world resort and has some of the best dining on property um and some of the most dining they've got three signature restaurants yep plus table service buffet quick service bar lounge you name it so then there's the group that is I think both of our favorites, and those are the Crescent Lake Resorts, which are the Boardwalk, the Yacht and Beach Club, and the Swan and Dolphin. And these, you can easily walk between all, however many you want to consider them, five-ish of them. Um, and you, you can have a really lovely evening just walking around Crescent Lake and visiting each of these resorts. All of them are walkable, and there is boat transportation if you so choose to partake in that. Yeah, and it's it probably won't be faster, but maybe faster is not the goal. Maybe the goal is to just have a nice, relaxing boat ride between a couple of beautiful resorts. Yeah, especially if you're uh, tacking it onto an Epcot day, and you've already walked around World Showcase two or three times, and, and you're tired... Not to mention you can get really nice Instagram photos from the boats if you get by the window. But yeah, tons of amenities, especially um, the boardwalk has very easy accessibility to dining and entertainment. Um, the Swan and Dolphin both have a few good restaurants in them. 
um, some quick service options. You're probably not going to go out of your way necessarily to get quick service at the Swan and Dolphin, but um, that's an option if you so choose. (laughs) Um, And then the Yacht and Beach Club, which um, with has its great view of the boardwalk and then um, some more fantastic dining options and entertainment as well. Um, yeah, a lot of good the options. Yachtsman Steakhouse at the Yacht Club, which I've never been to and doubt I ever will be going to because I'm not going to go to a steakhouse and say, what do you have that's vegetarian? But for the steak eaters out there, it is highly acclaimed. And at the Beach Club, there's Beaches and Cream. Oh, look, we're talking about restaurants again. <laughs> Oops. Oops, uh, which is a very charming little sort of diner style restaurant. Most famous, of course, for their ice cream. Uh, go with a large group and get the kitchen sink, which is, I don't know how many scoops, a thousand. I don't know. It's a whole I bunch of I think it is literally cream. more than a full can of whipped cream. Yeah, yeah. I think they actually is empty the cans. entire can. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yep. So, I mean, I I got one Sunday and I had to share it with the person I was with and we barely finished it. It was so big. It was so good. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're both big fans of Crescent Lake. I would say Crescent Lake is the best resort area on property. I know people want to stay close to the Magic Kingdom, but Crescent Lake, you're close to two parks. I know this isn't about the parks, but you have all of the amenities of the other resorts very closely available to you. Um, and it's awesome. And... There's also the Disney Springs area resorts, um, which are, most of them are connected by boat. Okay, yeah. So you would need to transfer, if you're going from Old Key West to Saratoga, or from either of those to either of the Port Orleanses. Um, But another advantage of visiting those resorts is that you have easy direct access Um, if you're using the boats, um, to free parking at Disney Springs. Um, Of course, you can visit the resorts from Disney Springs using the buses, but yeah, if you have to park... But boats are cooler. Yeah, boats are special. So, But um, yeah, easy boat access. You've got free parking there, and of course, you've got the amenities of the springs if you so choose to um, go there as well. But yeah, there's some, some really good... There's some fun options connected by boat. Now, besides those groups of resorts, um, there really aren't a lot of others that are so closely connected that you can walk or take the monorail or the boat from. Yeah, so there's uh, Animal Kingdom Launch, which is very near Animal Kingdom. You still have to take a bus between Animal Kingdom and its hotel, but there are plenty of fantastic dining and entertainment options there of course with the animals being there that's something you can't get anywhere else um any other disney resort um so that's a a fantastic option um we've got coronado springs which i have yet to visit but is definitely on my list of course with uh, the new tower coming there so that should be a lot of fun we could also mention Caribbean Beach, um, another moderate that is getting some more deluxe amenities with the Riviera Resort being built. That'll be open later this year, correct? That'll be later in the year. Yeah, yeah, that's December. So that's yeah, so cool. that's that's coming up pretty soon, um, and um, those will be getting gondola access with the Skyliners. So Caribbean Beach. Uh, the Riviera, along with Pop Century and Art of Animation, all of those are getting 
access both to each other and to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So that should be a lot of fun. So the other thing is, if you want to visit value resorts, um, mostly probably because you're thinking of staying at one and you just want to check it out, every value resort is directly connected to another value resort or two. So their group, the groupings are Art of Animation and Pop Century are right next to each other and connected via bridge. And then the three all-stars are all connected and you can walk easily between them. So if you want to get bang for your buck and visit two or three values at once, it's very easy. Might be a little more difficult to uh, get in and explain why you're there um, unless you're taking a bus, but um, yeah, they're still fun to go and visit. There's, there's a lot of fun theming, even though they are the lower end hotels, there is still a lot of care in the theming that Disney has put into them. So you've decided to go resort hopping and you've even decided which resorts you want to visit. How do you get there? So if you're going to be driving to a resort and you're not staying there, sometimes the security guards will let you into the parking lot without any kind of dining or hotel reservation. Um, Sometimes they will turn you away. Sometimes they reach capacity. If you have a dining reservation at one of the restaurants at the hotel, they will let you in. Um, But If you don't, you might want to consider an alternative to driving just to make sure that you will be able to access the property so that you can have a good time checking it out. Yep. And of course, the easiest, the the cheapest way, if you are still driving, would just be to go park at Disney Springs and catch a bus from there or a boat if you're heading to one of the Springs area resorts. Of course, you could also take a lift from somewhere if you're staying off site or if you live nearby and you don't want to have to deal with driving or parking. If you're already staying at a Disney resort and you're either, you don't have your car with you, you don't have a rental car, or you just don't want to drive, um, you can always take a bus from your resort to any park or Disney Springs and then take bus, monorail, boat, whatever the case may be. Um, Be careful at Disney Springs because sometimes they don't start running buses to certain resorts until after 11 or noon. So a park is usually going to be the safest bet there. And if you're going to a Magic Kingdom resort, take the bus to Magic Kingdom. Don't like go to Animal Kingdom and then (laughs) wait for a bus to the Polynesian. Just go to the Magic Kingdom. So recently I went to Ohana with a couple of people I work with and they were staying at All Star Sports and they just took the bus from their resort to the Magic Kingdom and then took the monorail over to the Poly. Um, and they were there right when they needed to be. So that worked out pretty well. That was um, a great option for them. Had breakfast and, and got to enjoy the poly for a little bit. And they got to ride the monorail. You can also walk between a lot of the resorts. So if you're staying at Pop, it's super easy to just walk across the bridge to Art of Animation. If you're staying at either Riverside or French Quarter, it's very easy. And it's a really beautiful walk, by the way, uh, between those two resorts. You can also walk between the, I'm not going to say it, the gluten-free and the Polynesian. I can't, I literally can't even say that resort anymore. I literally can't even. It's also a really nice walk between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. And then, of course, how many times have we said Crescent Lake in this episode? Um, There's 
There's also the option for a Lyft or Uber between resorts um, because it will be much faster than waiting for a park bus. Um, of course, it's not free like waiting for a park bus, but if time is of the essence, that might be yep. a better option for you. Um, and at many of the resorts, if you're taking a lift from them, they do have designated uh, pickup and drop-off areas built in, at least in Lyft. I'm not sure about Uber, but uh, yeah, Lyft has a uh, has the designated uh, pickup area for Beach Club, and I would assume all of the other Crescent Lake resorts and, and probably at least all of the deluxe resorts, and um, they have designated areas, which uh, makes it easier both for you to find your driver and your driver to find you. And then, of course... There's the minivan, which mm -hmm. I have yet to take, and I don't know if I will. So if you don't know, the minivans are those adorable, they're usually not vans, they're usually SUVs actually, but uh, they are painted like Minnie Mouse in the polka dots. They are yes. the cutest little vehicles you'll ever see, and you can get one with a car seat, which you can't necessarily get with Lyft or Uber. Um, but they are significantly more expensive than Lyft or Uber, so it's a splurge. Like I said, I don't know if it's something I would do because to me, I don't mind just taking a Lyft for ten bucks. Yeah. Um, but it is—it's a cool thing. Yeah, especially I mean, Disney is a place presumably that is meant to be friendly for children, and I think all of them have two car seats available, if I'm not mistaken. So definitely a, a good option if you need to transport smaller children. And then of course there are the soon-to-be-existing gondolas, which will connect. We've already mentioned where they're going to connect, but let's say it again. They're going to connect Caribbean Beach, the Riviera, Top Century, Art of Animation, and, of course, connect those places to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So that's going to be another really cool way to get between resorts. So whether you've done some resort hopping before or whether it's your first time, we definitely encourage you to plan a little bit of resort hopping time into your next trip, whether it's a whole day or a part of a day or part of a few days. So yeah, next time you're down in Walt Disney World, take a break from the parks um, and go enjoy the boardwalk. Go walk around the Swan and Dolphin, take a stop off, off the monorail and uh, go enjoy the Polynesian. There's so much to do. You know, the parks are fun, but the parks are, are an intense experience. There's a lot of, you know, you're going to be walking all day. You're going to be hot. You're going to be sweaty. Go enjoy the air conditioning. Go enjoy the dining. Go enjoy the atmosphere that the resorts have to offer. You can find us on Instagram at the Resort Hoppers, Twitter at the Resort Hop, and Tumblr, the Resort Hoppers. You can also visit theresorthoppers.com. If you have a Disney question or a suggestion for a show topic, you can contact us via social media or email us, theresorthoppers at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Drive fast, take chances. Why should you go to the hotels? Epcot! Talks about the parks for 30 minutes. <laughs>